0: This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Jesus once said, Blessed are the merciful. What is your understanding of mercy? The power of an act of mercy can change the world. So let's learn what Jesus meant and what its implications are for us today.
1: It is an intriguing question to ask. If you were arrested for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? One might say, well, I worship regularly, I read my Bible, I pray, and I share my faith with other people. All those would be evidence of a faith in Jesus Christ. But in what way are we like the Lord Jesus In the Beatitude, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. As people confess by faith to belong to Jesus as Savior, Son of God, and Lord, what are the distinctive characteristics which define us as the people of the Lord Jesus? I want to say that being merciful would make us Radically countercultural, and we'd never more accurately reflect the heart of God than when we are merciful, as our Father in Heaven is merciful. This week we're going to explore this theme of showing mercy. Let's pray. Father in Heaven, I pray that you would pour your Holy Spirit into our hearts so that Jesus' characteristic of mercy would flow from us as we relate to others. I pray that the quality of mercy shining in us would attract people to you as our God, that they might trust you and love you. Open our ears to hear your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's Gospel is from the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes of Jesus Christ. We read from Matthew 5, beginning with verse 1. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain. After he sat down, his disciples came to him. Jesus opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. for they shall be called the sons of God. Today in our message, I'd especially like to focus on verse 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends, grace and mercy and peace are yours, from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ Amen. One of the most hauntingly eloquent words of Jesus comes from the Sermon on the Mount, when he said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. When the world knows that we by faith are the followers of Jesus Christ, and we have Shown mercy to others, it will cause us to stand out as distinctly different from the rest of the culture. We will be radically countercultural, and we will never more accurately reflect God's heart than when we show mercy to others as God has been merciful to us. During World War II, Oscar Schindler, a German industrialist, a member of the Nazi party, yet a spy for the Allies, is credited with saving over 1,200 Jewish lives during the atrocities of World War II by employing them in his manufacturing plants. In a movie depicting his life in that point of history, Oscar Schindler goes to visit Amon Goth, who is a prison camp commandant. Just before he arrives, Goeth is sitting on the deck outside his house overlooking the prison camp where he's the commandant. He's been shooting a high powered rifle, picking off those helpless Jewish people who are prisoners of war, killing them for sport. When Schindler arrives, Goeth says, Control is power. Schindler says, is that why they fear us? Well, we have the power to kill, Goethe says. Schindler says, power to kill arbitrarily. Revenge as power to kill is better. But really, that's not power, that's justice. It's different than power. Power is when we have every justification to kill, and we don't. Power, says Goethe. That's what the emperor said. A man stole and was brought before the emperor. The man who stole threw himself down before the emperor and begged for mercy. He knows he's going to die. He knows he deserves to die. But the emperor pardons him. This worthless man, he lets him go. That's power. Pardoning. Forgiveness. Mercy. That's power. The power of an act of mercy has the ability to change the world. And that's what Jesus calls us to offer in his name. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said this, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. If we were going to try and define mercy, we might say, that there's a person who deserves judgment, but it's withheld, and compassion and kindness are shown instead. But mercy can also be broader. Psalm 145 says, the Lord is good to all, and his mercies are poured out over all his works. When we look at the life of Jesus, it's interesting to me that at least in three separate stories, those are broken and in need, beg for Jesus to show them mercy. The first is the story of Bartimaeus, the blind man, sitting by the road outside Jericho. And he sees and knows that Jesus is coming by. He cries out, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus, despite the opposition of the crowd, calls the blind man to him and heals him miraculously. And the blind man whose sight is restored, having received mercy, follows Jesus. Or the Canaanite woman, whose daughter was demon-possessed, begs for Jesus' mercy, even overrides his initial reluctance, and begs again, even the dogs under the table eat the scraps that are thrown, have mercy. The man who had a demon-possessed son said, have mercy on me. O Lord, so from the life of Jesus we would see this pattern. First, mercy sees the distress, helplessness, and suffering. Second, responds with inner compassion. Third, that compassion propels us in mercy to relieve the suffering or reverse the distress. We show mercy. That's how we would follow the pattern of Jesus, mercy is linked to forgiveness. Remember in Titus 3, we read this, according to God's great mercy, he saved us. So mercy was behind forgiveness. Forgiveness is the fruit of mercy. When God looked at our broken condition with compassion and affection and sympathy, he sent Jesus incarnate on the mission of mercy. And Jesus, in mercy, went to the cross. Mercy is the attribute of God that led to the forgiveness of the world's sins in the name of Jesus, crucified and risen. Mercy is also linked to love. Remember how we read in Ephesians chapter 2? According to God's great love with which he loved us, he showed us mercy. Mercy flows into forgiveness, but out of the heart of God's love. So let me ask you this question. When your life is over and you stand before the living God, would you rather ask him for mercy or for justice? I'm going to ask for mercy. So there are three questions to frame how we can apply this powerful truth of God's mercy to our own lives. These three questions are not original to me, but they'll provide a good framework for us to discuss. First, can God be merciful to me? Remember in Lamentations 3, where the prophet Jeremiah says, This I recall to mind, and therefore I have hope. The Lord's lovingkindness... And mercy never ceases. God's compassions never fail. They are fresh and new every morning. Great is God's faithfulness. Or how David, the king, all through the Psalms, over and over again pleads with God, Have mercy on me, O God. Or the story Jesus tells of the Pharisee standing in the temple, proudly naming all his attributes and all his good deeds. But in the back corner of the temple, the publican falls on his face and just cries out without lifting his eyes, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. The whole of Jesus' incarnation, his coming to earth, born of a virgin, living the perfect life, teaching of the kingdom of God, going to the cross, bearing the sins of the world, dying in our place, and then being raised from the dead. The whole of the life of Jesus is a mission of mercy. Jesus Christ embodies the combination of mercy and justice. Jesus on the cross and in the resurrection became the atoning sacrifice for our sins. In Jesus Christ, God has Bridged the gap between his holiness and our sin to extend mercy and reconcile us to himself. Yes, God offers you today that mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. The second question is Can I show mercy to others as God has shown to me? Am I willing to be merciful? I recently read a story of a Christian pastor whose son, whose name was Tim, was murdered at college. He had a part-time job working in a convenience store not far from where he went to school. And there was a man desperate because of a drug addiction who came into that convenience store to hold it up. Tim tried to intervene, and when he did, that desperate man murdered him on the spot. He was later arrested and sentenced to prison, and that Christian pastor, grieving still for the loss of his precious son, went to the jail and visited the murderer, the perpetrator of the crime against his son, and he said to him, I am the father. Of the man you murdered. I am a believer in Jesus. He has shown me mercy. And I want you to know that I forgive you in Jesus' name. Then he went on to share with him how Jesus can transform a life, can set us free from guilt and shame, and that he could believe in him. He shared the gospel. That man refused the message of Jesus. But that father, the Christian pastor, in going to that prisoner, the murderer of his son, showed mercy. Third, can I be merciful to myself? When I was a young pastor in North Dakota, I was on the Bible camp board at Park River, North Dakota, When I was there one week for meetings, there was a young mother from another community nearby who came and asked if she could visit with me. She was a happily married woman with several children of her own. But she began to unburden her heart and talk about how, when she was a young woman, though raised in a Christian home, she had had a prodigal journey. And during that time of being apart from God, she had become impregnant. And in her pregnancy, she decided to hide it from her parents, whom she knew would be so disappointed. And she secretly went off and had an abortion. Later, thankfully, she came back to Christ. She reaffirmed her faith in Christ. She asked for forgiveness. She professed her loyalty to Christ. Now a married woman and a mother, she still was haunted by her past she said, I have a recurring dream. She said, in my dream, I'm going to church. But on the steps of the church just outside the door lies a large dead snake. I'm deathly afraid of snakes. I can't go in. And it was as if the Holy Spirit revealed to me that this woman, though believing in the forgiveness that Jesus offers, had never been able to forgive herself for her past sins. She had never been able to be merciful and let go of her shame. We shared the verse in Ephesians chapter four, verse thirty two, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has forgiven you. And we talked about how she needed to be merciful and forgiving to herself, because Jesus has already been merciful to her. Can you forgive yourself for your past? Can you believe that the grace of Jesus Christ, that the mercy of God in Jesus' name, is greater than all your past shame and failure and guilt? Recently, here at Faith Lutheran in Spencer, Iowa, we laid a dear saint to rest. Her name was Luella. Luella and Don had been married many years happily together and had a family. Once in the course of their life, in the busyness of life, Don, who normally mowed the grass of their home, had a busy day, and so Luella offered to mow the grass. So Don went out and started the mower. It was one of those old cast-iron mowers that was like pushing a lumber wagon through the grass. Don started it and left it in the driveway on low idle and told Luella it was ready. Luella, while Don was watching, came out and without adjusting the idle, began to mow the grass. Well, it was at too low an RPM. It couldn't handle cutting the grass. So Don calls out to Luella, make it go faster, Luella. So Luella starts running behind the mower. No, no, Don said. Make it go faster. Of course, he meant speed up the RPMs of the motor of the mower so that it could handle the grass. But Luella thought he meant run fast with the mower. It was unable to cut the grass. It killed. Don threw up his hands, got in his pickup, and drove off. We're like Luella, if we think we have the capacity to be merciful all by ourselves, only when we not only have gladly in faith invited Jesus, the Savior, the Son of God, to come into our lives and have asked Him to be merciful, forgiving us, and then asked His Holy Spirit to dwell within us, can we then Offer the mercy and grace of Jesus to the people he brings to us. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you again today that you came to the world. In your incarnation, you came obedient to your Father, but in love for us, on a mission of mercy that you lived the perfect life, that you went to the cross, not for your sins, but to show mercy to all the world. Give us faith to believe that that mercy is for us. And then by the power of your Spirit, enable us to show that mercy to all that we meet, so that the world may know the heart of the Father is a heart of mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hear this benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: You have been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to allow the Holy Spirit to fill you with His mercy so you may offer it to others and they will also come to know God's grace and peace. Christian Crusaders' first broadcast was aired 80 years ago on September 6, 1936, live from Trinity Lutheran Church in Waterloo, Iowa, on WMT Radio. Now broadcasting on 30 stations in 12 states across the nation, shortwave, on the internet, and satellite, we remain a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts of our listening audience. We encourage you, as a listener, to consider a gift to continue the ministry of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ to our world. Letters and gifts of support may be sent to Christian Crusaders. Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613, or on our website at ChristianCrusaders.org. All gifts are tax deductible. We praise God for your prayers and gifts. If you've enjoyed today's message and would like to hear it again, be sure to check out our newly designed website, ChristianCrusaders.org. Both an audio and printed version of today's program are available as well as messages from past broadcasts. Visit us online today at christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to worship with us today, and we invite you to join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Rev. Lee Loving, Senior Pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and Associate Speaker on Christian Crusaders now celebrating 80 years of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.